Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, one and all, and I hope your day is going to be fantastic because because it's going to be, because you're going to believe that and you're going to stand on that and you're going to say, this is going to be a great day. So let's pray it in. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. This is the day you've made and Lord, we are so grateful for it. We're so grateful for life. We're so grateful for every day we have to live. And Lord, I thank you so very much for these incredible listeners. Thank you for their faithfulness and listening to Christian Radio. And I pray that myself and all the other radio hosts that share the Word of God would be touched by the power of the living God. God, use me today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And I hope some of you, if you uh, get a chance, will go uh, and to the archive and look up uh, Pastor Max's show. It's uh, Sunday morning at 10 a.m., so hopefully you're in church. But if you're not and you can't go... He, he does a great job, and it's I think it's called The Bible on the Front Line, and uh, it's worth listening to. He is a young 29-year-old pastor that is very, very gifted and very knowledgeable about the Word of God. So go to Bible on the Front Line to the archive and look up some of his messages. And if you're home on Sundays and you're not uh, watching your service, uh, feel free to go to and listen to him at uh, 10 a.m. Well, secrets of living above average. I think we need to live above average. I have friends of mine that were so positive about making sure that you live a positive way and and try to alleviate the negative side of life. So many times in life and in school, we think average is good enough. Hey, you know, as long as I can pull that C, well... I did that a lot when I was young. I just barely pulled a C and, and finally got a B. And finally, in my fifth grade year, I got all A's and B's. I was so excited. And then things uh, did pretty good until my eighth grade year. And then I just struggled with this one class. The teacher was so hard. And I just – and my – and my mind was on sports because I was heavy in all sports, and I just struggled. And so one term, I got a horrible grade, and uh, after that, I was fine. But one term, it was embarrassing, and I just I thought, wow, I got to live. I got to go there. I got to get beyond being average. Many people, uh, because of Bruce Wilkerson's book, The Prayer of Jabez, grasp a hold of some biblical truth. You hear very little about Jabez in the Bible. Jabez was a well-respected man, an ancestor in the lineage of the kings of the tribe of Judah. The author of Chronicles took time to briefly pay tribute to him. I mean, it's very brief. But the concern with Jabez's prayer is that some people live it Quote it, repeat it, and forget about the way Jesus taught us to pray in the New Testament. And of course, he warns us against vain repetition. But the fact is, Jabez's prayer was powerful because it was a sincere prayer for God to do great things in his life, not out of selfish want, but out of godly desire. Listen, folks, God knows your heart. When you pray, he knows what is behind your prayers. He understands. He knows if it's for selfish gain. He knows if if it's concern for you to be able to help others. He knows what you think and how you think. All of us would like to do well. All of us would like to have plenty. And I hope all of us would love to be able to help others. There's a joy in helping others. Well, here is the prayer of Jabez found in First Chronicles 4, 9, and 10. 
Jabez was born an honorable than his brothers, more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. I want to read that to you one more time. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. The name Jabez in Hebrew, Yabetz, means meaning he makes sorrowful. His mother <laughs> stated he gave birth to him in pain. She was sorrowful in pain. And ladies listening, you guys understand that. Us men, we don't. We, we get it when we watch our wives have a child and a part of that. But, but you guys, you ladies, you certainly know what that's about. And, and so that's why he was named what he was named. He was labeled to a sorrow of birth, but his life contradicted his name. He was prosperous and God blessed him because of his believing that his God was capable of doing great things. Folks, we can learn several things from this passage. The first is to have great ambition. Do you have great ambition? I must say a good portion of my life, I did not have great ambition. It wasn't until my 20s that I started getting some more ambition. And then as I worked in ministry, I I went to Vancouver, Washington at age 24. And I were, yeah, my 24th birthday, actually. And I, I, um, went to a church that had been very prosperous and they needed a second youth guy. And so I came in as a second youth guy and started the junior high program. Well, I saw the excitement of the church. I saw the excitement of the youth group. Then I walked in on my first meeting with my kids. I had seven kids in youth in junior high, that first meeting. I'll never forget it. And then uh, as the church prospered, as the ministry prospered, and they had somebody finally in charge of junior hires, God blessed it. And within six months, we were running 25. And then within a year, we were running over 50. But it was motivating me. It was it was my ambition was growing because I seen kids uh, come to Jesus and know Jesus and bring in other kids. We had a flurry of kids coming. I started a ministry called Horizon uh, in the mornings, one day a week. One day a week, I uh, um, I would meet with uh, and pick up all these kids from different schools. We'd take a uh, bunch of vans around, and I'd have people pick up kids, and we'd meet in a large house, and we averaged forty uh, junior high kids that were, were meeting at seven. 40 in the morning before school for a Bible study and just a time of fun. And when several times, every six weeks, we'd have what we call a outreach setting. We'd tell them, uh, invite your friends, let us know, and we'll set up uh, transportation. And so we set up transportation. One time we picked up 110 junior high kids and we had a we had a bus. One of them, uh, we had a big bus and all these vans. And we went. We called it McDonald's Outreach. Then we had a devotional on the bus and took them all to school. And I'm telling you something: it, when you see things happen, your ambition 
grows because you see the positive. But you have to have ambition to get it going. God bless that. God bless that church. That church grew rapidly. It went from, well, 600 to 1,200 pretty fast. And God just blessed and gave me some great years there. And after four years in youth ministry, I moved into singles ministry. I handled this uh, college-age singles, and also I handled divorced and widowed group. And, and uh, I had I could tell you story after story after both those groups, especially the divorced and widowed group. It was, it was I got to tell you this part. It was kind of comical in a sense because we'd meet on Thursday evenings, and the ratio was about 40 to 4 uh, men to women. I'm a woman, 40 women, 4 men. And any time a new man would come into the room, I'm telling you what, it was like a swarm of bees that would attack that guy. It was, oh, it was it was certainly comical. But it was, a, it was a great time, and I've loved those folks and got to know them. But but I had an ambition uh, to make a difference. and But I didn't early on in life. But I pray that God would bless Jabez prayed, excuse me, that God would bless him and and that his prayer would be legitimate for God to ask blessings upon his life. And we need to ask blessings upon our lives. You know, I pray for my family that God would bless them and for people in the church. God has blessed my family. God has blessed my lovely daughter. I was just at Fred Meyer at Starbucks and talking to them, and they asked me how my daughter was doing because she used to work there. I said, God, you know, she has been blessed. God has blessed her bountifully. She's now a manager of a of a dietetic situation and doing wonderful at age 28. And her husband is doing wonderful, just got promoted. God is good. See, God is anxious to hear from us all. He wants us to acknowledge him and to ask him for direction and ask him to strengthen us in our weaknesses and to give us hope. When we feel hopeless. And I think many of us have felt that way at times. There's been times in my life that I felt like, man, I couldn't get out of this rut. But, you know, God is faithful. God is faithful. Then Jabez prays for God to enlarge my territory, he says. Is that not a great prayer for us? But many times we won't pray a prayer like that because we are afraid of what might happen. A number of years ago, I had a man in my church. He's still in my church. Still, uh, He'll greet you at the door if you come, in fact. But he was growing rapidly in his faith in God. And the prayer of Jabez seemed to really open up the floodgates of heaven for him. And he shared with me way back then how he believed he was feeling a call to some kind of ministry. You know, and I tell you what. He felt that call. His name is Pat. We call him Pastor Pat. He was worked at Micron for years and years. God expanded his territory. He helped us in the church so much. And then God called him to to Scotland where he went and he uh, ran the Micron plant over there. And God just blessed him as he touched others. And then after his time there, he came back. And now God uses him as just a uh, witness for him. And he runs a, a Bible study for us and just a phenomenal man of God. Why? Because he asked God to bless him. And God blessed him and opened up doors for him. So proud of him. So, you know, unfortunately, I'm out of time. I want to finish this story because uh, this uh, Jabez. So tomorrow, I hope you'll tune in. We'll go the rest of the way. But I am so glad you tuned in today. And I pray God's blessing on you and God's favor on you that you would serve him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your might, because he has great things in store for you. 
Let's charge together for the things of God. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.